We have so many stories in our lives, but our stories are not always heard. On the Hear My True Story podcast, we tell our own true stories. Before the white car backed, our head teacher had scattered. Looking at him, I could only see his tie that was flying backwards, waving at us, and he disappeared in thin air. I want to share my life story. I want to share my voice with the people because I know that uh, just a small joke I can tell through this, this podcast, it will make someone smile. When you ask me what I fear most in life, I would definitely respond to you and say it's fear itself. We are fighting for togetherness. We are fighting for equal rights. We are fighting to end injustice. You don't have to be a storyteller or writer because, guess what? Life writes the best stories. Hear my true stories. This is your favorite time of the week with your number one, one podcast. Hear my true stories. Yeah, our dear listener, thank you again for joining me this week on this wonderful podcast. It is me, your host, Otako, and I would want to say thank you for always following the podcast and listening to our stories, listening to our conversations and sharing your feedback with us. That makes us better every day. If I share my personal story, I would like to share with you a few updates about this wonderful podcast, Hear My True Story. So this year, 2023, again, we are going to have the second season of Hear My True Story, Kampala, season two. So what is this? I mean, for our dear listeners, those who are just joining on Hear My True Story, season one, Kampala, we shared stories from non-storytellers and storytellers from Uganda. However, in 2022, we did not do the second season, so we pushed it to 2023, where we shall be able to do another season. That will be the second season of Hear My True Story, Kampala season two. There we shall share conversations, we shall have stories told by storytellers and non-storytellers from Uganda. And for that reason, we are looking forward to hearing wonderful stories from storytellers and non-storytellers from Uganda, Africa, East Africa. Update number two, we need to plan for 2023 and we also need to take a break. Every year we take a break in the beginning of the year. So again, we are taking another break February 2023 i'll take a break from posting new content every week and we shall have to republish our old content and this content will be published from february to the end of the month of february and then we shall come back with a new content for our dear listeners who feel inconvenienced please I'm sorry, but I hope you understand that we need the break and for those who are just listening in right now, we have wonderful episodes published on this wonderful podcast you can go back and look at our past episodes and listen to some of them however what will happen in february we shall be publishing wonderful episodes episodes that really people liked so much people commented on so much episodes that have really impacted people's lives and for that reason we shall republish them on the podcast and for those who have listened to them We hope you understand. For those who have not listened to these 
republished episodes. Listen to them. You'll enjoy the conversations. You'll enjoy the wonderful stories from our dear guests. And you also enjoy the wonderful stories from me, myself, Otako. Yeah. I'm really happy to always be here and sharing my personal stories. So uh, those are some of the updates that I want to share before I share about my personal story. I want to say thank you again for joining this wonderful podcast because you have supported the podcast since we've started podcasting. You have been listening, you have been following, you have been liking, you have been sharing. And you have also subscribed for those who have subscribed. Those who have not subscribed, please subscribe to the podcast. And actually, yeah, another update I wanted to give you. If you want to support this podcast and to support it so that we're able to do content, new content every week, you can go on the website of the podcast, hearmytruestory.com. When you reach there, you can listen to some of the podcasts, but also you can subscribe. And when you subscribe, you can become a supporter. You can support the podcast with a few dollars. It could be $5, it could be $8, it could be $10. I mean, you can decide what you can support with. You can go on to find a form where you can fill in. You can you can subscribe by uh, becoming a supporter of the show. When you go there and you click on to the support the show, they will bring you different Options either support it with $3, $5, $8, or $10 per month, which you can cancel anytime you like. Yes, but if you give us anything, we are really happy that you support us because we are independent podcasters. I mean, you hear me Otako talking, sometimes you hear my co host, Carol uh, CJ, sometimes I host some people on the podcast, which incurs a lot of time, costs here and there. So to make this possible, support the podcast, those who can support it. And if you can't support it, you can also share with the people about the podcast. And that also makes us happy when you do that. Anyway, let's go on and I share with you my wonderful story. With you every week, hear my true story. Yeah, uh, this is so funny. But anyway, let me tell you something. When the year 2022 ended, me and my wife, we decided to give us off a wonderful gift. And that gift was to buy a coffee machine. So we bought ourselves a gift of a coffee machine, automatic coffee machine, because I like taking coffee. I like drinking coffee. And for that reason, I was so happy. I was so excited. And when the machine came, I I started to figure out how can I use it. And then what happens is that there is a lot of manuals which you can use to produce different kinds of coffees. And I could not really, yeah, really understand how to use the machine. So it took me one week to learn how to use the coffee machine. And actually, I reached at a point where I wanted to send back the coffee machine to the seller because I, I thought it is default. I thought it is maybe it has a problem. Maybe it is it is a broken coffee machine and it can't work. I wanted to do cappuccino. It was not doing cappuccino. I wanted to do latte. It was not doing latte. It, it really stressed me up. And I was really, really stressed. I, I didn't know what to do. So what I decided is to watch videos. I watched 
every video that you have ever watched on YouTube about coffee machines and how to operate them. But finally, the reason why the coffee machine was not making the milk fume is because the bottle of the milk was not clean enough. So I had to wash the bottle in the dishwasher, dishwasher and then it was cleaner and then I had to use the right milk, 1,5% of fat. And then the milk was able to make milk fume, but I was going to send back the coffee machine thinking it is spoiled. But anyway, because of this wonderful coffee machine, I was looking forward to inviting some of my friends to invite them to have a coffee. But lucky enough, I was visited by some friends of mine, some Ugandan friends of mine and East African friends of mine. So since they really visited me, I told them, you know, guys, I want you to taste some of my wonderful coffee that I can make with my coffee machine. <laughs> and because of my excitement, I was more excited than anyone in the room. And then I told them, okay, yeah, so who wants to have coffee? Ask them. Who wants to have coffee? Would like to take coffee? <laughs> Surprisingly, most of them told me, no, you know what, Otako, me, I would like to take tea. I would like to have tea instead of coffee. Me, I was excited because of coffee, but none of them was excited because of coffee. They wanted to take tea. So I ended up making for them tea with my coffee machine instead of making them my wonderful coffee. You know, I mean, I, I, at first I didn't understand why they didn't want to take coffee. Maybe if you are listening, you don't know, but <laughs> you will not be surprised when you invite someone from my home country, Uganda, someone, not everyone, not all of them, some people will tell you, please, me, I would like to have tea. Because they don't want to take coffee. And it's not that they don't know coffee. They know coffee because in Uganda we grow coffee. It is there in abundance. Every home, every household at least has is has some coffee plantation in its backyard. They plant. They grow them. So, <laughs> the point why some of my friends could not take coffee is that coffee has its own history. In Uganda. And in today's podcast, you'll know why they did not like to take coffee. I'm going to call some of my friends and ask them a simple question. Do you take coffee? And they, you will hear my dear listeners when they say they do, it's okay. If they say they don't, it is also okay. But what I'm just saying is that, yes, some people from Uganda don't take coffee. Other people do take coffee. But there's a simple story why some people don't take coffee. And we are going to know that from these simple calls. Just wait, my dear listeners. Karu, yeah, our dear listeners, I'm talking to Karu. I just called her. She's also co-host of the podcast. But Karu, do you take coffee? Yeah. No. Why don't you take coffee? I don't coffee? take coffee. Uh, that's a really hard question. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. Carol, she's my co-host on the podcast. She's also from Uganda. She doesn't so take coffee. Yeah, of course. I had some Ugandans who visited me, and I offered uh, them a coffee drink, and they said, "No, for us we want tea." So uh, you are part of them who don't take coffee. I'm not saying that Ugandans don't take coffee, but yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so our dear listeners, just okay, say, okay. Carol doesn't take coffee. She doesn't know why he doesn't take coffee. <laughs> I think, but see, the truth to be told is that I tried taking coffee, but it gave me a lot of energy. I I could not sleep okay. until one. I took coffee okay. in the morning. But the first, the very first time I took coffee was um, in Uganda. But there, I, I really did not know what it really meant. It didn't do anything because, like every day, I used to stay up long. But when I came here, I was I um, I was working. I had to work very early in the morning in the kindergarten, and I took coffee. I did not sleep that day, but I did not really think that oh, it was maybe coffee. That's why I didn't. I'm not sleeping now. Okay. Then after two days, I took coffee again. I did not sleep. Then the next day, I was like, "Eh, why is it that I'm not sleeping?" Then I tried again. Then I was like, "Okay, I'm doing this as an experiment." Then I took coffee. Then I realized that ah, I'm not sleeping. It really reacts to me or to my blood very, very well. in a com- in a very high way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think then after that, I I I said, "Okay, I will not take coffee again." But mm-hmm. then I tried it again, like a few months ago. Mm. Then I was feeling, I don't know if it is just in my head, but I feel like, oh, if I take coffee, I over, like, I think maybe I will die. Okay, not die, but I will feel bad. I will not sleep, you know? So the day when I took coffee, I was shvindelish, like I was busy. I was at work. They told me to sleep, and I put my legs up so that this this um dizziness goes away. You know, I tried it again. I was like, ah, this cannot be. Why am I being sick because of coffee? Then I tried again. It was the same story. So then I say I gave up on coffee. <laughs> That's uh-huh. why I don't drink coffee. I think. <laughs> but did you grow up taking coffee at home? Was there coffee no. in the kitchen? No. No. Never. So, my dear listeners, just like I said, coffee is a cash crop. We grow it to sell, mm-hmm. not to drink yeah. in Uganda. <laughs> but mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Carol, I would yeah. like to say bye to you because I want you to continue with your work. I just interrupted with you in I don't know yeah. when we shall have you again on the podcast, but you can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would like to say bye to you. All right, thank you so much. <laughs> but hey. hey, hey. Uh-huh. Let me try another person and call them. Maybe that one takes coffee. Let me see. Let us wait and see. Okay, yeah. Yes. Hello. Let me ask you a question. Adnan, uh, you as a person, you're Uganda and you're right now in Uganda. Do you take coffee? Yes, I do take coffee. Mm-hmm. When did you start taking coffee mm. as a person? In your childhood? When did I? Mm. I started taking coffee because when we are kids, they, they refuse us from taking coffee. You know, there are so many things. They were uh, you, you don't have to take coffee because you are young. You don't have to, co- to take coffee because you will you'll get excited. So I didn't know that coffee is different. I, we used to take this in this cafe. Okay. Those husks. So maybe. <laughs> so you you grew up in a in a home where people could take coffee because for me when I grew up we used to grow coffee 
but coffee was a mm-hmm. cash crop and we are just supposed to sell it but not to drink it mm-hmm. well for us we used to take this coffee oh, you know nguvu i don't know nguvu but nguvu was that coffee which was in the kavea polythene bag okay. which was fi- which was costing around 500 that's uh, maybe quarter dollar okay
Yeah, I was young. You know, in Uganda, you have um, our coffee, have milk, and we put some coffee, but it's not really as strong I as the coffee okay. in Europe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So are you t- talking about tea or coffee? Because yeah, yeah, that's the right the, that's the right <laughs> statement. But in Uganda, we call it coffee, but of course, it is tea. It is tea. So yeah, but we grew up calling it coffee. But it is tea. Yeah, but it is in, in the right. <laughs> yeah. We we started in school when they taught us cash crop, coffee, cotton, food crops, banana, cassava, potatoes. So I don't know whether you also ended up in that situation where at home, for example, me, I grew up with coffee plantations, but I never took coffee. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, that's the reality. That's the reality. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for your wonderful comment, Edwin Matovu, and I would like to say bye. Sorry for interrupting you in my podcast, but I'm sure I just wanted to share my personal story and maybe see there are people who are like me who... <laughs> but Edwin, <laughs> I, I remember you coming to my book to visit me and I asked you, do you like coffee or tea? And you said, I, I would like to take tea. Yeah, because sometimes that's not my thing. That's the reality. That's the thing. It's not my thing, but sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I take it. I don't have any problem with it, but sometimes I prefer taking tea. Okay, thank you so much. And I would like to say bye to you and send greetings to your lovely friend and have a nice okay, evening. Okay, Yeah, Bob. Hit subscribe and don't miss the next episode. Hear my true story. And for me, I did not drink any coffee, although I also used to work in the coffee plantations at home and help my parents how to, to dig the coffee, to plant it, to care for it, to harvest it. I did not at any point drink coffee when I was a child. But then you ask yourself, how did Otako learn how to take coffee? I mean, when I grew up, I realized that, oh, maybe, yeah, people take coffee. Then I started taking myself coffee because I realized that people drink coffee. And then I learned slowly by slowly to take coffee. And you see, it's not that because we we didn't want to take it, but we knew it is the only source of income. So they always told you, this is a cash crop. This, are, this is a crop for export, not for, for drinking at home. However, traditionally, we had coffee beans that, of course, not children could eat coffee beans, no. They were, you know, these young men, you know, the adults could eat some coffee beans. Traditionally, they could, you could visit someone and then they give you coffee beans and you eat them. But you, you could not drink it. <laughs> That's the funny thing about that. So um, another thing why you find that most Ugandans, some of them may not be able to take coffee is that coffee was introduced to Uganda by the British colonial government. In 1900, that's when they introduced coffee. This coffee came from the highlands of Ethiopia, Malawi. That's where they got the coffee. And then they brought to Uganda the colonial government, which is the British government. If you are listening to this podcast, you don't know. Uganda was colonized by Britain. And that's when, during 1900, when the British colonial government was running Uganda as a colony, they brought coffee to be a cash crop because they could sell coffee and get money for the colonial government, but also for the 
people who are living in Britain to enjoy coffee that is being tilted or is being grown by the Ugandans in Uganda in Africa. So any colonial officer could not promote coffee to be drunk by Ugandans but could promote coffee to be grown by Ugandans and exported outside of Uganda. That's why you find that most Ugandans won't understand why why should I take coffee. That's the small Easter about it. And another thing about that that when they introduced coffee people were were not encouraged to grow coffee willingly. People were beaten, people were whipped, people were punished for not growing coffee. It was a task that everyone has to grow coffee. So they punished people. Some people were taken to coffee plantations and they were always whipped when they are growing coffee. And that's why when you go to Uganda, you find people having a name for coffee, which is Ugandan, which is called Kiboko. I mean, Kiboko is a Ugandan, a, a Swahili word coming from, I mean, it's a Swahili word, Kiboko. Yeah. So Ugandans call coffee Kiboko because Kiboko comes from Swahili and that means to be whipped, to be beaten, to be caned. That's called Kiboko. That's where Ugandans got the name for coffee. So most Ugandans, they were being forced by beating them, whipping them when they are planting coffee in the coffee plantations. So they did not see a reason why should we drink this coffee that is a colonial cash crop that we have to grow for them and then they export and then they get the money through our pain being beaten to grow it. So that's where you find that most people are still stuck with, some people stuck with this because this is from the colonial history. If Ugandans were maybe encouraged to grow coffee and also encouraged to drink it at home, then you'll find many Ugandans really drinking coffee. But yeah, that's my simple conversations about today. My coffee machine that I bought, I was excited for it. But yeah, most of my Ugandan friends would like to take tea, not coffee. And that's why I say it is interesting when you go back to the history of a country, you get to learn why some countries, a certain crop is eaten or supported locally, domestically, or maybe some countries, a cash crop is supported for export and they are not allowed to use it locally. And that's one of the reasons. That's why... I find myself now as a grown-up <laughs> taking more coffee because I learned that coffee is not only for growing for export. No, I eat it. I know how it looks. I know how to make it and I love that. Yeah. So, my dear listeners, if you really enjoyed my conversation, my, my personal story about coffee in Uganda and why people don't take coffee, yes, Leave me a comment and say, yeah, Otaku, that's right, or maybe that's not right. But I gave you a simple history about why coffee is not drunk so much in Uganda. Yes, agree with me. I mean, if you don't agree with me, you are living maybe in Europe or in the US. When you travel to Uganda, go to someone's home and they'll tell you this. Would you like to have tea? They will not say, would you like to have coffee in a home, a household? No. When you come to German, maybe to Europe, someone will ask you, would you like to have coffee or tea? You see, that's the difference. Where I come from, we ask you, would you like to have tea or water? (laughs) And you're free to say, I like tea or water. 
when you're living in Europe, they'll say, yeah, you visit someone to say, would you like to have coffee, water, or tea? Anyway, I like my story. I hope you also liked my story. Thank you so much for listening and for always supporting this wonderful podcast. Yes, and for that reason, I would like to say, it has been me, Otako, your host, and I'm happy that you have always continued to support this wonderful podcast. I hope to hear from you again next week. Tune in again, listen to the wonderful podcast, hear my true story. We not only have voices for a podcast, but also faces for YouTube. Don't miss your next episode. Hear my true story. for listening to our podcast music by Edwin Matovo hosted and produced by Otako. Subscribe to our podcast for more stories and visit us on our website hearmytruestory.com for more stories. All the links are listed in the show notes of this podcast.